Welcome to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up with Colleen Biggs and Dee Daniels. Are you ready to lead without permission and take the steps needed to live your best life? Whether you want to start the business of your dreams or celebrate your present and future accomplishments, you're definitely in the right place. Now, here are your hosts, Colleen and Dee. Well, hello there. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending upon which country or time zone you're listening from. You have just joined the show Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up. I am your host, Colleen Biggs, and I'm with my beautiful co-host. And I am Dee Daniels. Dee How are Daniels. you guys? Yes. Hey, everybody out there. So Dee's a little under the weather today. Yeah, yeah. I got this little uh, cold, this bug, I think. Uh, maybe I got it from Atlanta. So just a little <laughs> bit, but I'm a trooper, so we're going to get through this just fine. <laughs> so we have an amazing show for you all today. Uh, just to give you a little sneak peek before we get started here, we're being joined today by Marnie Schneider and Marnie is the founder of the Keep On Playing Foundation which is also an author of a few books and uh, the granddaughter of Leonard Tosi he's the previous owner of the NFL Philadelphia Eagles and yes. he is also the founder of the Ronald McDonald House so you Isn't remember that exciting yeah remember last week we had uh, Lorraine Tallman on the line and uh, here in the studio and she's the founder of America Hope Rainbow Angels and Mm so um, I'm always supportive of anyone uh, that has a foundation to help uh, children for sure. Um, So we have her on the line uh, this afternoon and we're going to get to her in just a few minutes and we also have a few interviews that we did at the Atlanta Luncheon uh, that I I want to be able to play uh, for our listeners as well but let's get caught up uh, real quick on what we've been doing. Yeah, so wow. we have been traveling. Yes. We just got back from Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. So, as a reminder for Lead Up for Women, we travel around every month, mm-hmm. sometimes twice a month, and we do a luncheon in different cities. cities. And we're educating women on what Lead Up for Women is, as well as bringing in panelists uh, that support uh, who we are and what mm-hmm. we stand for. Right. And we have three power packed hours mm-hmm. that we are um, inspiring, motivating, educating women in the um, areas of how to lean into what your purpose is right, right, and how to live your best life and, and what tools are available Absolutely. for you for that. That's so, yeah. Pretty exciting. So uh, you had some fun things going on this weekend, too, didn't you? You were out of town a bit. So I came back on, I don't even remember if it was Wednesday or Thursday. I flew back after Atlanta, and then Friday I flew back out to L.A. My son was married there. And so we had uh, most of the family uh, was over there. I also had a wedding on Friday evening for my nephew. So I went to the wedding on Friday evening. Weddings everywhere. Wedding bells ringing all over the place. And let's not forget about all the graduations this oh gosh yeah. this last week so i did go to a couple high school graduations mm. for some children that i've stayed in very close contact with that wow. i used to teach um in my church in the young women and i also um so i went to those graduations then went to their open houses on friday wow. then the wedding then flew to la and just got back from la on a monday Wow, that yeah. is pretty exciting. So, it was crazy. <laughs> I feel like I should be the one that's sick. I know. So, you all are flying. You've yeah. been exactly how I didn't end up being yeah. the one sick. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, anyhow, uh, jumping right in. Uh, so it, we had a we had a really great time uh, in Atlanta. Oh yes. Um, so a uh, couple of the pan- we had a panelist June Klein. Mm-hmm. She was a- about humor, and her whole purpose in life is really to help women live more better. Is Mo what better. she said. She's, She's so, so cute. cute. She, she brought a lot of humor to the room. We had mm. a lot of laughs. Uh, and then Afsana um, really talked about if you were to lean into your best life and follow your purpose, mm-hmm. who would be those around you that supported you? And and she mentioned how we think who's there to support us is the closest to us. And then she said, you'll find out that those are the ones that are the most reluctant. And uh, so you got to find yourself a good circle of people that support you. And and it was perfect because lead up for women community is that – Community. That's right. To support, yeah. she you know, did. women she in that She talked a lot purpose. about that yeah. support and then how to identify mm-hmm. um, the different personalities and people based mm-hmm. on work and, and personal, mm-hmm. which is uh, really interesting. Her work is very interesting. Yeah, she's also going to be hosting. Uh, we're starting our webinar series, so we'll talk about that mm-hmm. uh, a little bit later. But we're going to be launching those. Our first webinar series will be on June 11th. Right. And um, that will be Anise Sacker and myself. And then every month will be a different member of Lead Up for Women. And I had talked with Afsana this morning, and she is going to be launching um, in the July series. Oh, so she'll perfect. she'll be doing that one on July 18th. And Wonderful. these are member-based webinars for mm-hmm. our members as part of the tools to help them grow and learn. And she'll be talking a lot about the personalities, how to identify your mm. personality, and then how to leverage that right. uh, moving forward in business uh, and in your personal lives and your community as well. So she'll be doing those series. And again, those are for members only. So if you are not yet a member of Lead Up for Women, it's very simple. You just go to our website, www.leadupforwomen.com forward slash memberships. You can just click on become a member, join the movement. There are buttons all over the website uh, to go ahead and join uh, today. So we uh, welcome you. To our community where you can learn and grow and also give you the platform as well for you to be able to uh, hold one of the monthly webinars and uh, educate all of our members as well as uh, utilize that platform to uh, market what you do in your business. That's what we're about here. So I wanted to jump in. Oh, our last our last panelist was Dr. Shanita Foster. And what oh, I love that she brought to the table uh, was her purpose. And she mm-hmm. had a very profound story. And I don't want to get into it today because we are going to have her on the radio next week. So I don't want to get in and right. blow her story for her. Right. Um, <laughs> but she talked a lot about she's in the middle of writing a book. And she talked about your purpose in the order of you need to find your purpose. Mm-hmm. And once you find your purpose, then you'll find peace. Mm-hmm. It needs to be in this order. It doesn't go the other way around. And then after that, that's when the money comes. True. So she said, if you're chasing the money, you're not going to find your purpose or your peace. True. But if you chase your purpose, you will find peace. All those things and come. And then the money will come. Right. So that's a great way That's to what I'm doing. It. My Here purpose is lead up for women. That's right. All right. So let's go ahead and jump in real quick. I have a couple interviews that I did right after the luncheon mm-hmm. uh, because I want to make sure we have plenty of time to get to Marnie. So let's uh, quickly listen to the first interview that we have, and it was with Anita. 
Anita Anderson, uh, and we also had Afsana Abri. Uh, she stayed after to do an interview with us, so we'll listen in quickly on that interview. Mm-hmm. I am here with two of the participants from our luncheon today in Atlanta, and the two beautiful ladies I have in front of me are Afsana Abri. Okay, and Afsana Abri with uh, Afsana Abri Cornerstone Strategies. Great. And Anita Henderson, the author's midwife with Write Your Life. Wonderful. Thank you guys so much for being here today at our luncheon. Uh, it was so profound and such a wonderful uh, luncheon. Uh, I wanted to ask you um, why you picked the Lead Up for Women luncheon to attend today. I feel like it was the community that I needed and um, I felt supported and also meeting uh, a group of women that are curious. They want to be the better version of themselves. It was truly, truly inspiring for me. I looked at all the material, all the hard work you put into this and I was like, you know, this is this is my clan. <laughs> good. Thank you so much for that. I'm glad you felt that way because I want everyone to leave here feeling really good. Thank and you. It was really wonderful. Yeah. Great. I attended because I found out about it from Afsane. <laughs> I had never heard of Lead Up for Women. And um, you can't beat a good recommendation, so I came. Uh, your materials look great. I'm glad I was here. The room was full of smart, energetic, intelligent, um, successful women, and I'm glad I was here. The panel discussion was phenomenal. And hearing all the stories, for me, as an author coach, that gets me. I love a good story. Tell me more about the stories and how this how the stories speak to you and, and help you grow. Oh, stories not only speak to us, but speak for us. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, everybody has a story. And you made a very good point in your remarks, which is that all great women have a book. And I agree. Unfortunately, we don't tell our stories enough. Either we're laden with shame or fear or guilt or lack of confidence that we don't share our stories. And I think that's one of the things that Lead Up for Women did today, which was show the power Mm -hmm. of telling your story. So some of those stories about how we got to where we are and who we are is inspiring and helps for the next women uh, to come up and understand that, you know what, if she can do it, I can do it too. Thank you. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much. I, I completely agree, Anita. And I think um, we we come here, we get to where we are in life, and we get so busy with whatever it is right now that we forget the path that we have taken to get here. There's It's, it's my stories that made me who I am. Mm-hmm. And um, forever, whether we have children, we want to pass it to our children or for our community. Most of the time, we say hello, we have friends, you know, we have a community, but... Do we really know each other? Mm. It's only through these stories that we get to really know each other. And that's when we really create a bond. Right. And that's why I loved it too. I really was amazed that, I mean, we have been friends for almost two years, but a lot of the stories I, I said today, she didn't know about Exactly. It was great. like, why eye-opening? We got to talk, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's important. You made a very good point, Asana, because... For, for, um, for lead up for women and, uh, something I touched on earlier in today was we really as adults have to drop that armor and show up. And, and, uh, you know, Brene Brown, she's one of the, the best on her TED talk, you know, when she talks about vulnerability and how she was this, you know, straightforward driven woman. And then all of a sudden she was faced with something that tore her down and she had to embrace vulnerability even when she didn't want to. She was torn down to, 
have to face it. And it changed her world and led her and catapulted her in a completely different direction. And I think that um, when you mentioned that, if women would lean into who they really are and their purpose, as she needed on our panel mentioned earlier, and shed that armor and become vulnerable, really are, yeah. then we would be catapulted into a different direction. Yes. When we really, truly live our purpose. And, um, you know, she needed said purpose, peace, and then, and then money. And many people just go after that money. And um, I'm here to say that that generally does not, actually, it highlights even more issues that you have and that money doesn't make you happy yep. being you and following your purpose and living into the passion of what you really want to do and that's how the doors open and so another way to say what you just said money doesn't make you happy maybe happy makes you money yes yes girl <laughs> think about it that way it's like your success is in your story yeah so find the seed the nugget of your story that's led you to where you are and share that I yep. couldn't have said it better yep. myself. Thank you for sharing that with us. And thank you so much for believing in Lead Up for Women and being here today. And thank you, Espinoff, for being sure. on the panel. Thank you for having us. So wonderful awesome. to have Great you Great event. Here thank today. you. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. I love that interview. Wow. What yeah. spoke to you in that interview? I just like the fact that um, the women were very in tune with um, connecting to each mm -hmm. other and very um, uh, open to hearing each other's stories and learning. Mm -hmm. I mean, a couple of people uh, knew each other, but yet didn't know certain things about mm -hmm. each other. And it's because sometimes you don't really know a person's true mm -hmm. journey until they take that time to share it to you, mm -hmm. share it with you. So I, I just think that was really um, amazing. I like that Absinthe called us her clan. Yes. That was so cute. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> She's part of our clan now. She's one of our members. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, she, uh, the, it, it, was, it was true when she said recommendations. So it really is about when you are, when you find the right community for mm -hmm. yourself, which I'm so thankful there's thousands of women's communities oh, yeah. out there. Absolutely. Because you have to just find what's right for you. What We're fits. not in competition with anyone Absolutely. else. And when you find what's right for you and what gives you what you need and feeds mm -hmm. you the knowledge and you can really lean into your purpose, then... Um, you know, it, you you feel like you're at home, like, you know, it's it's your clan and part right. of that community. And, and remember, if you ever need any additional information about our events, you can always go to our website, leadupforwomen.com. Uh, you can email us at info at leadupforwomen.com. You can email us um, while you're listening to this show, whether it be on, on uh, the podcast for On Voice America, the Empowerment Channel, uh, or if you're listening to us through Facebook today, thank you again for joining us. You can always uh, message us or uh, send us an email okay. um, or give us a call directly and we can answer your questions for you. So I'll jump in quickly to the last one. It's, it's very short. Uh, and then... Uh, uh, we'll take a break and bring in Marnie. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thanks. Hey there. I am with Allie Chally from Erin's. Erin's. Uh, and she just attended the Lead Up for Women luncheon. And uh, tell us a little bit about you real quick, Allie, and what you do for Erin's. 
Um, I am the store planning and design manager mm-hmm. for Aaron's. We're a lease-to-owned furniture company, so my team and I design and develop the interiors of new and remodel spaces for our stores. Wonderful. So tell me, Allie, why um, I know you are... Um, some on the radio might be surprised you're um, on our advisory board, yes. so I'm assuming that's probably why you attended the luncheon today, <laughs> but let's back up a little bit further yeah. and let me ask you, why did you join Lead Up for Women Community and become a member and uh, serve on the board? Um, because I really thought that the platform for Lead Up for Women, that the platform it creates for women was just amazing. Um, in my professional career, I've been mentored by men, wonderful, very business savvy men, but I never got to meet with women in my industry, uh, or in business in general. And so to be able to connect with women and support and empower other women, um, it was like a no brainer. Of course I had to join and I had to be a part of this amazing journey. Well, let me thank you. Thank you for being a member with us. And tell me, um, what did you take out of today's luncheon here in Atlanta? Oh, it was amazing. Those panelists were fantastic because you have three beautiful and brilliant women who have been so successful, but each from different parts of the world, different parts of life. Um, and but they're similar, but their stories are somewhat similar. And, and how they achieved their success and, and really needing kind of a tribe of women, a community around them to succeed. Um, and it just kind of confirmed what I'd already thought about business, uh, thought about success, and then being able to see some familiar faces of women that I've known through the industry and, and I've seen and met, and then meeting some new people. It was just absolutely fantastic. Wonderful. So if you were to give advice to any women out there in the future that were thinking about attending a Lead Up for Women luncheon, what would you say to them? I would say that it is the best few hours you can spend. Um, take some time out of your day. It's not quite a therapy session, but it's just, it's like sitting and getting like recharged. Yeah. And it really helps kickstart my motivation. Like right now it's, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon and I'm going back to the office. You know, I'm, I'm, I want to go, I want to work, I want to kind of better myself. So I think it's people need to come so that you can meet other fantastic women, build that community, make those connections, and then just feel empowered and motivated. Thank you, Allie. Thanks for joining us today. We're so thankful that you came to luncheon. Thank you for having me. She's so cute. <laughs> oh, I love Allie. She was Allie's so amazing. awesome. Yeah. So there's photos of uh, those that we did interviews on on Facebook as well. And uh, you can see them uh, when you go to our um, events page. You can mm-hmm. see photos of our panelists. And, of course, all the panelists um, have all their websites linked to their photos. So if you wanted to reach out to them or get to know them a little bit better, we do all the, all the interviews here on the radio show with them as well prior to the luncheon. But right. if there's ever a chance that you want to learn more about them that's the place to go so we are going to swing to break and when we get back everybody stick around because i've been super excited about our next guest marnie schneider is joining us and you guys are just going to love her so we'll be back in just a few minutes If you could do anything you wanted for work, what would that be? Do you feel that you are tapping into your greatest potential as a leader in business? 
What are you waiting for? Lead Up For Women is the perfect organization for you to meet other women that are either at the same crossroads and understand your struggles, or they have paved the way for you to move past those hurdles quickly. Lead Up For Women provides the platform for women to connect, influence, and lead. The world needs you to be the most confident you because you just might be the one that changes the world and you don't even know it yet. Remember, there is only one you that has ever been, and there is only one you that will ever be. So be you and be strong. Join us today at leadupforwomen.com. Tune in for Five Blossom Radio. Each week, host Denise Richard will discuss common interests in the fields of art, health, and spirituality. The series is arranged into three parts, focusing on five Blossom Gatherings, the Four Voices Program, and Fires of Compassion. Every program is available on demand, so if you miss any part of the series live, be sure to catch up. Five Blossom Radio can be heard live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at leadupforwomen.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, listeners in Facebook Live. You are listening to Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up, and I am your host, and Colleen I, Biggs. And I am your co-host, Dee Daniels. How is everybody out there? Hopefully everyone's feeling good. We have our good friend Marnie Schneider on the line. Yes. Say hi to everybody, Marnie. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me on. I'm super excited about it. Thank you. Heck yeah, girl. We're excited that you're going to be joining us uh, on June 10th in Iran. Is it June 11th? I always get the dates wrong. I think it's June 13th. (laughs) All right. Well, I got, no, I think I was thinking of July 11th, which was our Boston one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, it's June 13th uh, and then our July 16th Boston one. But she's going to be in Philadelphia, which is her hometown because you're a Philadelphia native, right? I am yes. I, I was I was not born in Philadelphia, but I I, I spent most of my uh, youth there in mm-hmm. Philadelphia, and I, I definitely am a, a Philly. I'm a Philly girl, so yeah. uh, that is uh, Philadelphia is uh, you know my hometown. I, I can relate. I can relate. I have many great memories there. That's great. Wow. So tell us a little bit about you and growing up in Philadelphia. You have uh, you had quite some big shoes there of leaders in your family. Um, tell us a little bit about what that was like. Yes. Well, I grew up in Philadelphia, and my grandfather, Leonard Toes, mm-hmm. owned the Philadelphia Eagles. And also, as you had mentioned, he was the original founder, well, there were a few of them, mm-hmm. of the Ronald McDonald House. But the first ever Ronald McDonald House 
was opened in Philadelphia in 1974. So my grandfather owned the Eagles from 1968 to 1985. And, uh, you know, during that time, he did many incredible things. Among them, you know, in the community was Mm -hmm. to um, open up the first Ronald McDonald house. And Mm -hmm. then something also very near and dear to me was that my mom, Susan, uh, is, you know, she's an attorney and an amazing lady, and she was also involved in the Philadelphia Eagles. So my grandfather um, placed her in the highest position at the Philadelphia Eagles, and she was the uh, vice president, legal counsel, and general manager. And to this day, she's the only female that's ever held the position of general manager at a professional football team. So I'm very proud of my mom's (laughs) accomplishments and my grandfather's wisdom and ability to see the whole playing field and put my mom in that position. So I saw a video of her. Yeah. On YouTube uh, when she was being interviewed, and I'm just going to say that it was tough being the only female uh, in the NFL at that time in that position because she shared uh, how she was spoken to and some of the hurdles that she had to overcome, and I think at the time they probably felt like brick walls. Well, I think that for my mom, you know, She's always been a person and has definitely taught me, you know, you have to see, and this is, you know, I speak in a lot of uh, sports analogies or Mm -hmm. sports references. You just have to see down the whole playing field. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, while I think that a lot of people, and, you know, it happens even to this day, both men and women are often uncomfortable dealing with certain people that are in a position of power. Mm -hmm. So you have to try to find, you know, speak their language and figure out how you're going to get it done. And that was kind of the the family slogan is like, what do we need to do to get it done? And then you actually have to be able to execute on that. And those are some things that have really, uh, I believe, have helped me get through difficult situations in professional, you know, you know, endeavors and also personal as well. So I'm grateful for watching my mom have to overcome a lot of uh, sometimes frustrating scenarios and and really be able to shine through the shade or whatever it Mm -hmm. is and do that beautifully. And she certainly was able to to do that. And my grandfather as well. Now, your grandfather, um, is he living? No, my grandfather passed away in, um, in 2003. Okay. But I know your mom is because you take care of her. Yes, my mom yeah. is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm very fortunate. Yeah, my grandfather was 87 years old, which you know it's never long enough when you love somebody. No. It's, it's never long enough. But he had a you know a pretty a pretty decent life. Many different chapters of many mm-hmm. different books. I, I know you were talking about. We all have a book, and we all have a story. Mm-hmm. I've actually written five books at, at this point in my life, but. Um, <laughs> and I probably, uh, but my grandfather had many colorful chapters in in his uh, in his life, and my mom certainly as well. So while he's definitely missed, his legacy is large, and that's you know some of the reasons why I, I really try to do mm-hmm. everything I can to make a difference and add value in my uh, personal relationships and professional ones as well. So did you write those books, or any of those books written on the life of your grandfather? Not yet. I'm okay. working on, I, I'm actually working on that one kind of, you know, it, it really does lead into uh, my uh, my alter ego, I suppose, is a character named Football Freddy, and Freddy is a girl, and Fumble the Dog <laughs> game day. Yeah. And what had happened is that many different people had come to me and they said, wow, you know, you grew up in this really unbelievable life and traveling around and all these cities and what was it like and football games and, you know, glamorous and, you know, late night 
situations and, uh, you know, professional athletes. And I was like, you know what? I grew up in a pretty um, strict household. And while, yes, I was a teenager during some of the years my grandfather owned the Eagles, mm-hmm. I was definitely, my mom was working there. I was definitely not out doing, you know, things that were... Um, remotely scandalous. I was, you know, maybe ordering room service and having one too many desserts, and it was pretty boring. <laughs> so I thought, you know, writing a story, although it was exciting to me, because room yeah. service is my, a really wonderful thing. Uh, so, especially when you can get two desserts, and, you know, no one's really chaperoning <laughs> yeah. that. However, you know, I, I was kind of like, well, there's nothing that, you know, I grew up, and again, I was, you know, in a strict household, and mm-hmm. things were, you know, education was really important, and being involved in the community and things like that. Mm-hmm. So what we decided was, well, let's write a, you know, let's write a kids book series that features, you know, my kind of my life growing up, mm-hmm. but focusing on all these great football cities that exist across the, you know, across our wonderful country. And so that's how Football Freddy and Fumble the Dog Game Day was born. So we started the first book in Philadelphia where Freddie and Fumble, her dog, travel around and they see all these great historical sites in Philadelphia. And then you learn a little bit about the history of the city and you learn a little bit about football and learn about the traditions of football. And then, you know, you can definitely uh, have a way to communicate perhaps with your uncle, brother, father, Mm -hmm. cousin, things like that. Sometimes, you know, men love to talk about sports and I always think that sports is the universal language. And so then, you know, the football book in Philadelphia did very well. So we then said, well, let's try another city. So we picked the Carolinas and did Football Freddy and Fumble the Dog Game Day in the Carolinas and highlight all these great historical <laughs> sites in the Carolinas and then moved on to Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Chicago, which will be out uh, next month. And then we're, you know, getting ready for the next couple cities to start when the football season begins as well. Are you today a Philadelphia Eagles fan? I'm a football fan. Of course, I love the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, that would be hard for me. I, I love football. Yes. I love I love sports. I, I love, the, you know, watching live sports, baseball. Uh, you know, soccer is maybe my least favorite, although my kids play <laughs> soccer and I you know would cheer for it and everything else. But, you know, baseball, basketball, hockey, football. Uh, football is, you know, at the top of my mm-hmm. list. So, yes, I'm an Eagles fan and I definitely cheer for the Eagles. But when it comes down to it, I just love football and I'm definitely a football fan. And I love what, each different city has so much to offer, mm-hmm. so that gets me really excited to share that with other people and to maybe, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get them interested and get them excited in football and also the history of different places. That's really fun for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Marnie, I guess one of the things I'd like to ask you, um, you know, coming from uh, this amazing family with uh, your grandfather and, and, you know, the work that he did in terms of building uh, that football organization and your mom in, in the position that she was in, what would you say um, is the best lesson that you've learned uh, from both your grandfather and your mom that helps you today? Well, I mean, that is a, a beautiful question because I really find ways to honor their tremendous mm-hmm. legacy, you know, as much as I can. I would say that my grandfather had one saying that he would always say, and it was, it's beautiful. And, and he would always say, civility is not a sign of weakness. Hmm. And that's something that means so much to me that I, you know, really try to, to be that way. And, and he's right. And he was a very civilized man. And it's not a sign of weakness. And so doing things that are, you know, kind to other people really right. do mm-hmm. mean a lot 
to the person that you're doing something for. And I usually find that when I do nice things for other people, it really benefits me. It's like when somebody calls and says, can you help out? I'm like, sure. And then no matter what it is, I'm like, wow, that was so great. Like there's some sort of connection or I made a new friend or I learned something. So those are things that really matter. And then my mom, you know, she's definitely a tenacious, hardworking, disciplined person. Mm. And so what I've learned from my mom is to really find ways just to get it done. And that, you know, you have to roll up your sleeves, be the first one in, Mm -hmm. the last one out, and do everything you can possible when it really is something that you believe in to accomplish your goals Mm -hmm. and definitely have a strong start and a stronger finish because Mm -hmm. those are things that, you know, will ultimately define your character. Absolutely, they do. And and you, you mentioned about confidence and leadership and, and really learning that through your, learning that through your, your grandfather, as well as learning that through, uh, that was my phone ringing while I'm sitting here on, uh, apparently I didn't, I didn't mute that. So I stopped it though. So that's good from my watch. Uh, but what I was asking was the confidence and leadership that you learn through your uh grandfather and your mother um how how, talk a little bit about how that leadership and confidence was it just based on watching them as the examples through how they taught you through traveling and their everyday exchanges with people i think it was all all of that and then also actually you know it was really just being able to communicate with people and to you know be a good listener and Mm -hmm. be a good friend and you know and also do what you say you're going to do because so many people are like i'm gonna i'm Mm -hmm. gonna you know the the school that i went to in philadelphia the school motto was essay quam wideri which is latin for be rather than seem to be and those are things that really matter so to me like to to actually be the person and to rep you know not be the representative but to be the person Mm -hmm. that you really want to be and a lot of times, and, and you mentioned this in the beginning of your show, where sometimes your support system, your core group might not be as supportive as some, you know, people that are in the ancillary, mm-hmm. you know, part of the support group. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it's about really trying to do as much as you can for others, because when you do that, and genuinely do that, and yeah. I definitely saw my family do that. I definitely saw my mom helping other women in the organization. I mean, she was, she is the only female to ever held this position as a woman. And she was a a very supportive female leader of other women and other men too. And wanting to, you know, pay people what they were worth, whether they were a man, woman, whatever it was. And my grandfather certainly was in the same, you know, the same vein. And I believe that watching family and watching people or having mentors that do things that are genuinely about giving back and, creating a real purpose Mm -hmm. that it would be, you know, uh, unless you really don't want to learn, you'll learn from, unless you really are stubborn and have no interest, you'll, you know, you'll definitely learn from that. And, you know, Mm -hmm. being able to be a supportive, good friend and and having a, 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 a friendship network that really is a give and take. Mm hmm. Yeah, because we have to celebrate that everyone is really unique. So there's going to be times, just like you said, and I'm so happy that you mentioned that, where you're able to give more for your time. And then there are going to be times when you need a little bit more. And it is that give and take and understanding that uh, 
you know, it, the serving, it, it never ends. And I, I feel, Marnie, a lot like you do with the exchanges that I have with, with women uh, on the radio show, uh, exchanges through email, at our luncheons, on the phone, with Lead Up for Women, that it's it's really about learning. Every time somebody crosses my path that is brand new that I've never met before, there was a reason they were there and I've learned something from them. Um, whether we move forward and it becomes a long-term relationship or just a short-term uh, time that they're, we're, we're in each other's path. But um, it's Yeah, and, and also, you know, learning and every day, I mean, trying to, mm-hmm. to learn things from the people that are in your life every day and remembering things that matter. And that's how I, I believe that, you know, my grandfather and my mom were very good at making people feel and making people, letting people know, reassuring them they mattered and that they were important. And the only way to really do that is by paying attention to them mm-hmm. and by listening to what they're you know, what their fears are or what makes them happy or what they like. And then either providing that for them or just understanding that and that that kind of stuff will really um, be a great tool with other people as well. Just being mm-hmm. able to listen and acknowledge, you know, their who they are as a human being. Absolutely. Wow. I, I wanted to ask you, because I know um, Charity... Um, sports family, those are the three cornerstones um, of what your family really believed. And to talk a little bit more about um, the charity part, I know the organizations themselves uh, in terms of sports tend to be, you know, very adapting, giving mm-hmm. back to the communities. But also, uh, you guys being involved with your grandfather with the Ronald McDonald House, that's huge. And that watching that as a young woman, that had to really impact you in terms of what your life of service was going to look mm-hmm. like. You know, how do you think that impacted you? Well, I mean, I was really fortunate. You know, I mean, the thing, like, yes, with, with a lot of responsibility or being born in a situation where there is a tremendous amount of opportunity, it does create a, a either, you know, some people kind of shrink away or other people embrace it. And I'm really grateful that I was able to see such giving. I mm-hmm. mean, I, it really, the Ronald McDonald House to me, and I do a tremendous amount with the Ronald McDonald House, and it's very important to me to meet the families whenever I can. And whenever mm-hmm. I'm in a city, I always stop in and say hello and introduce myself and see what I can do and, and explore the houses and, and, again, just connect and thank everybody mm-hmm. for, for being there. Because, truthfully, the Ronald McDonald House is, is something that I get to kind of brag about in a way, yeah. but yet without all these amazing volunteers and employees, because they employ a tremendous amount of people, I don't get those bra- those bragging rights. Right. And I think that... Uh, Watching something, watching something grow. So in 1974, my grandfather on the Eagles, a football player on his team, his daughter was diagnosed with leukemia. Nobody knew what that was. You know, long story short, they started mm-hmm. Eagles Fly for Leukemia, raised a ton of money. And then out of that, then they said, well, they need a place for families to stay. And, you know, my grandfather's joke was, so there was a, a building right next to Ch- Children's Hospital in Philadelphia. And he said, well, I don't think we should call it the Leonard Toes house. He's like, I can't even get one of my wives to stay here. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's better. Smart man. That. So he called his friend Ray Kroc 
and Ray and the first McDonald's to ever be inside uh, a hospital was actually mm. at Children's Hospital in Philadelphia. Mm. And then in 1974, they you know opened up the first Ronald McDonald House in Philadelphia, giving families a place to stay when their children were in the hospital. And since then, I mean, I've had so many wonderful stories about people and families telling me and sharing me, you know, with me once they knew that I had a connection to the Ronald McDonald House. Yeah. I mean, so many stories. I mean, that's really the book. It's like everybody has a story. Absolutely. And everyone has a story that, well, you know, this happened and we were there and that happened and we were there and without the Ronald McDonald House. And it all starts the same way. Without the Ronald McDonald House, fill in the blank. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I wanted you to, to kind of touch on that a little bit because I think that's a very important part um, of, you know, your history and obviously the history that was left behind by your grandfather, uh, that Ronald McDonald House and the fact that it's everywhere all over the world. Kids are still being serviced. I'm going to jump in here because we are a little bit late for break. So we are going to head to break real quick and then we will be back talking with Marnie Schneider and all of that civility is not a sign of weakness, says her grandfather. We'll be right back with Marnie Schneider. If you could do anything you wanted for work, what would that be? Do you feel that you are tapping into your greatest potential as a leader in business? What are you waiting for? Lead Up For Women is the perfect organization for you to meet other women that are either at the same crossroads and understand your struggles, or they have paved the way for you to move past those hurdles quickly. Lead Up For Women provides the platform for women to connect, influence, and lead. The world needs you to be the most confident you because you just might be the one that changes the world and you don't even know it yet. Remember, there is only one you that has ever been, and there is only one you that will ever be. So be you and be strong. Join us today at leadupforwomen.com. What makes someone successful in their field? On Transformational Energy Leadership, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey speaks to amazing guests who share their ideas, advice, tips, and tricks as to what defines success for them. The result is positive transformation for you. You'll learn that personal energy is the key to make it work. And you'll hear through actual examples how to bring that positive transformation to life. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at leadupforwomen.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
Welcome back, listeners. You are listening to Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up. I am your host, Colleen Biggs. And I am your co-host, Dee Daniels. And we are on the phone with Marnie Schneider. Hello, Marnie. Hi. So before I cut you cut you off there, and I apologize for that, so we could go to break. You were talking about how you visit the Ronald McDonald homes um, in the cities when you're traveling, and and everyone's stories start with if it wasn't for the Ronald McDonald house, you know, kind of fill in your story from there. It, obviously, it's, you feel it's yeah, really go ahead. amazing, and I'll I'll tell you this. So yeah. my oldest son is 19, and when he was nine months old, he was diagnosed with neuroblastoma obstaclonus myoclonus. So that's a very, very, very mm-hmm. deadly, very rough type of, of tumor for a young child. Mm-hmm. We were living in California at the time, and you know, um, everything was. We were treated at Cedar Sinai, and there's the Ronald mm-hmm. McDonald House there, and then. Once Jonathan had the surgery, we immediately flew back to Philadelphia, back, and everything else was done at Children's Hospital in Philadelphia. Now, my family was living in Philadelphia, so we stayed with them Mm -hmm. while Jonathan was getting all of his initial treatments. Having said that, if they were not, the the irony of all this is that Dr. Evans, who's the original founder with my grandfather of the Ronald McDonald House, became kind of like our our lead Yoda Mm -hmm. on this journey, and my grandfather and Dr. Evans would sit in a room at Children's Hospital with me and my son and discuss Jonathan's future from a health point of view. Mm. And again, we would have been staying at the Ronald McDonald House, but Mm -hmm. we got our treatment because the best treatment for neuroblastoma and the best doctor in the world happened to be in Philadelphia at Children's Hospital. Mm -hmm. So it was really unbelievable. And I think that that has made me incredibly relatable in many ways to a lot of the families that I do encounter at the Ronald McDonald House because I have a story similar to theirs. I did not stay at the Ronald McDonald House, but yet I have a son who overcame childhood cancer, who who did not walk or talk till he was almost five, who Mm. had surgery to remove the tumor, who did chemotherapy, who did, did, Mm -hmm. you know, all these things. And I think that I think about the fact of like, wow, the Ronald McDonald House is so amazing because it does provide families with this incredible place to be while they're in the middle of this. And when you have a sick child, I can tell you from experience, it's you. You can't think of anything else. You really. It's very different. Yeah, cannot. And you can really. No, you really can't. No, and that's amazing because you actually could relate uh, to those individuals on a, a, a much deeper level. And one of the things I liked uh, about um, uh, learning your story, Marnie, was that you didn't just um, uh, stop with the Ronald McDonald House. Obviously, that was a, a family um, uh, iconic organization and, and charitable um, foundation that your your uh, grandfather started, helped to start. But you went on and had your own mission uh, to make sure that you were servicing mm-hmm. the youth because you came up with the Keep On Playing Foundation, which was serving um, underserved youth uh, in the community. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Yes. Well, Keep On Playing, you know, is a family expression that's very important to me. And it really does kind of cross over, not just through sports, but in life. But like in sports, you have to keep on playing till the very last second. You know, mm-hmm. you a great... This, the whole thing really kind of started in 1978. The Eagles were playing the New York Giants, 
and the game was basically over until it wasn't. So the Eagles <laughs> just kept on playing, and sure enough, the Eagles, who were about to lose, ended mm-hmm. up, you know, getting uh, recovering a fumble on the field in the last second. I mean, the game was over, and uh, the Eagles' um, defensive um, player Herman Edwards ran it into the end zone for a touchdown, which led the Eagles to a victory, which then led the Eagles to their first playoff berth in, you know, 15 years. Mm -hmm. So keep on playing started from that expression. And basically what I wanted to try to do and what I'm trying to do is find ways in communities through minor league baseball and through other sporting events is to get kids an opportunity to go to a live sporting event because I think that once they see something like that, they really enjoy it and find ways to work with the community to get kids playing and reading. We have an expression that when kids play, we all win, and when kids read, we all win. So those are the two coping skills that I was blessed to um, experience growing up. You know, playing sports was a a big thing. I was not a great athlete, but I definitely had an opportunity to play sports, whether it was field hockey, tennis, watching sports, and also reading – and learning how to get through things by picking up a book and reading it or being read to and also playing. So, yeah, the Keep On Playing Foundation is really important to me and finding ways in different communities to get kids to Mm -hmm. get to witness a real live sporting event, whatever it is, whether it's minor league baseball, which I, I love, you know, football, obviously, really anything, high school sports, going to high school games, high school football is a great activity for, you know, younger kids to go, for anybody, for the community to really support and uh, it's important for me to also be a leader in my household and show my children how, you know, we have to keep on finding ways to give back and adding value to the community that we live in and other communities less fortunate. How would uh, the audience that's either on Facebook or the audience <coughs> that's on uh, the Voice America Empowerment Channel listening, how who who would be a person that would reach out to you for the Keep On Playing Foundation? Uh, would it be a mother for their child? Would it be a principal at a school? Uh, who would reach out to you? And then how would they do that? What would be the... Well, I th- you know, I am. I believe I'm, I'm pretty accessible. So if they want to go on to... Uh, if they want to go to Football Freddy, my, you know, my book website, we donate a ton of books to different communities, whether it's Philadelphia, it's Read by Fourth or whatever it is, or okay. different boys and girls clubs. They can go to keep on playing and um, email me through that or they can email me directly i'll just you know i I have a email marnie's one at gmail.com just Mm -hmm. shoot me an email and i will find ways to help out and that's those are things that really uh are important to me and i am really interested in hearing what other communities are doing as as excited I am as about helping others, I'm here. I'm interested in hearing what other people are doing, mm-hmm. so that it really then yeah. can turn into, oh, you're doing that. Well, let me connect you with this person, or I think that this is a great fit for them. So, Marnie's one at gmail dot com is a okay. great way to uh, reach out to me. Okay, and again, check out footballfreddy dot com, and if you buy the books, a percentage of the book sales go directly into giving back, whether it's Ronald McDonald House, keep mm-hmm. on playing. You know, different, uh, like I said, different charities. My Pittsburgh book that just came out, my roommate in college, uh, her son is autistic, so mm-hmm. we're doing a lot of stuff with the autism community in Pittsburgh, and that's, that's really important to me. Same thing in the Carolinas, giving back to the military, because there's such a huge military presence mm-hmm. in the Carolinas, and, uh, in, you know, in other places, the Ronald McDonald House. So these are things that really do matter, and we're going to start doing some stuff with the um, 
and Alzheimer's organizations because everybody has a family member, it mm-hmm. seems like, that has been touched by Alzheimer's. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I really want to find ways to help them and work, you know, work with them as well. I'm interested in that as well with you, Marnie. So I will jump on board with you. My uh, mother-in-law suffers from Alzheimer's disease. So uh, that's something that uh, she's 88 years old. So that's something that I would definitely love to learn more about. So uh, for just a recap real quick, Marnie's one at gmail.com. If we already do, I think we already have it up in the comment section. Uh, And then for the listeners on Voice America, it's Marnie's one at gmail.com. And then you say, uh, it's uh, the the Keep On Playing Foundation. Is that dot org or dot com? It's dot org. Dot org. Yeah, okay. It's, yeah, it's dot org and footballfreddy.com. And footballfreddy.com. And if you want to go to, you know, my books are available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. So if you go okay. to Amazon and type in Football Freddy, they all come up, you know, pop up, and yeah. you can order them. In. And then they have the dog uh, series, yeah, you know, out there. I'm sorry, Great. and on Facebook and Instagram too. Send me notes. Oh Let yeah, me know what you think? And yeah, that's huge. I love see Marnie Schneider. Yeah, families on Facebook and and uh, on LinkedIn as well. I think you're oh, yeah, on LinkedIn, LinkedIn as well. well yeah. yeah, great. On LinkedIn well, is just my my personal my you know my personal page. I yeah. have a football Freddy page, but I like to you know just be in touch with people and the uh, touchy feely communicator. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> me too. I'm a hugger, and I'll like, tell you I love right. you. So. <laughs> That's great. Marnie, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been such a wonderful show with you. And uh, we're so excited that you're going to be joining us at our luncheon in Philadelphia at the Del Frisco Double Eagle Steakhouse. It's super beautiful location for our venue. And uh, she will also be joined by Sharon Lontok, who is the Chief Human Resources Officer for Title Alliance, uh, a predominantly female-ran company, as well as Gina Noda, the founder and principal of Consult and Connect Source Consulting Group. She's also uh, one of the advisors on our board. She'll be joining us in Philadelphia as well. So if you have not already received your tickets for that, there are some left. We are limited in this venue size. So please go over to leadupforwomen.com forward slash events. And then you can click on the June 13th event and you can grab your tickets uh, for that lunch and we will be serving an amazing lunch that will be provided by Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. Um, I have checked and they do have veggies for me because I do not eat meat. And um, and we are excited to have them as panelists. Again, you heard the testimonials earlier about how great the Lead Up for Women luncheons are. And I have to say, each one of them is so different. Each one of them are powerful in their own right. And each one of them inspire and motivate and encourage women um, personally for them in a different avenue of the filter that they're needing in their lives at that moment. So we are so blessed to be able to to have uh, this time to be on those luncheons, Marnie. So we'll see you there. We look forward to it. Yes. And then next week, on next week's show uh, for Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up, we have Ambassador Dr. Shanita Foster. Uh, she's the uh, panelist that was at our last luncheon. She's the best-selling author, business and life success coach, speaker and moderator. Uh, she's a communication specialist, social change philanthropist. She'll blow you away. She's wonderful. We have Dr. Jane Fendelman, uh, which is a couples counselor, also an author and a speaker. Very important area um, for couples 
to have counseling. And then we have Jennifer Sussman joining us as the marketing and business development at Tri, um, Tricarico Architect and Design. She's also an article contributor for Lead Up for Women magazine. And we just have uh, just a couple of seconds left. Is there anything, Dee, that you wanted to say before we close the show? Well, you know, I'm going to be really quick because I'm, I'm suffering from a little cold here. But I, I just want to say that um, uh, I thought Marnie was really great. Her story is uh, inspiring. And I think she continues uh, her family legacy, which is always important to being charitable. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm uh, hoping everybody has a great day. <laughs> well, I just want to close the show by saying, remember, you are the only you that has ever been. And you are the only you that will ever be. So therefore, please, 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 I beg you, lean into your purpose and live your best life. Do not wait for someone else to give you permission to lead in your community and in business and in your personal lives. Be strong and dare to be different. And as Marnie's um, father had, grandfather had mentioned, just keep on playing. We'll see you guys next week on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your hosts, Colleen Biggs and Dee Daniels, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll talk more next week.